But first, Chicagoans might have to pay more for their gas this winter. People's Gas petitioned for a record rate increase of $402 million earlier this year. And the Illinois Commerce Commission is expected to vote on that rate hike tomorrow morning. Now, the increase would raise customers' bills nearly $12 a month, or about $142 a year. Consumer advocacy groups say that this would disproportionately impact residents on Chicago's south and west sides, some of whom already struggle to make payments. For more context on the hike, we'll turn to Robert Chanick, business reporter at the Chicago Tribune. Hi, Robert. Welcome back. Hi. How you doing? So tell us, why did People's Gas ask for this rate hike now? Well, they it basically is it was prompted by the end of a uh, a rider that allowed them to uh, charge for a system improvement, a pipeline improvement project for the last 10 years. That expires at the end of this year. So the record rate increase, the $402 million rate increase, includes uh, money, uh, $207 million, there you go, to continue this pipeline replacement program. So, you know, a big chunk of it's for infrastructure that they were getting automatically up until December. But it will raise the bills. Yeah. So this hike is coming after six straight years, though, of record profits for the utility company. So how are they rationalizing this hike? Uh, In a variety of ways. I mean, one is, you know, shifting, continuing this massive project, which is um, there's there's some debate, there's been substantial debate about whether uh, it's worth doing this billion dollar project, which has run you know way over budget and extended far beyond the original projection uh, to complete it. They're replacing these hundred year old pipes under the city that everyone agrees are you know in need of replacement, but there's some concern that the project has not been done very efficiently, and that by the time it's completed. Uh, clean energy may make this obsolete so there's there's it's it's not you know something that everyone's in accord about that we need to do it to the extent that people's gas has has set out to do uh so that's a part of it that you know uh they've also said basically uh, the cost of doing business uh requires the rate increase um and you know inflation um cost to run the utility etc cetera, etc cetera. so Kind of the you know standard stuff you'd expect uh, for the first you know so-called rate increase you know through the typical process with the ICC in ten years. We talked to a rep from People's Gas in the summer, and uh, they said that this hike was to ensure safe gas delivery. How often is that cost of maintenance passed on to consumers? Well, like I said, go back to the beginning of this. It was uh, in twenty ten. Um, 2011, they launched this system modernization program. They had to replace 2,000 miles of century-old pipe, some as old as a century, under the the city. It was uh, something that was actually prompted by the Obama administration. So, again, that's how far back this goes. There was a series of explosions across the country and gas pipe infrastructure that, you know, created this mandate to, to improve uh, the safety of delivery. So, so there was a real, you know, basis for it. To, uh, circa 2010, um, now the pipes are 15 years older, and, and people's gas has been through this rider, working its way slowly underground to to replace the pipes. It was supposed to be a, I think, a 20-year program originally, 2.6 billion. It's going to cost eight billion and take until 2040. They're only basically a little more than a third of the way through at this point. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, the world is changing. There's safety issues, but there are serious questions as to whether, you know, natural gas will be integral to, you know, the, the heating and powering Chicago in, by the year 2040. So if approved, when would this rate hike go into effect? January. Uh, so, so customers, you know, will see uh, the increase uh, on their bills in January, almost $12, as you said, per month. Um, and it's not just people's gas, by the by. It's it's Nycor has a you know a rate increase up. Uh, uh, Is it a similar? Rate? Similar, yeah. The, the, Nycor, I, I, I was just going over the math a little bit, but Nycor is looking to raise rates in the suburbs by about nine twenty eight per month. Um, and North Shore Gas, which is co-owned by People's, is looking for a, a, a an increase that would add about six dollars a month by last calculation uh, for North Suburban residents. So, and and also Ameren, Illinois, which does downstate gas is also on the agenda Thursday. So, so basically everyone- Increases all around. Yeah, everyone across the state is, if this is approved, would, would see an increase in their bill come January. And if it's rejected tomorrow, what happens next? Uh, I, I, Mike, I don't know, honestly. I, I think, you know, they might, make it a smaller increase um they, if they reject it uh, you know people's gas sort of hinted that if they don't get in the the increase that it'll affect their ability to do business um you know not 100% sure what that means but it could be uh, they sort of hinted that it could mean some layoffs and etc cetera, etc cetera, even though they've been quite profitable um but they say they need it you know, in order to continue to fix the infrastructure and, and do business. So I, who's to say what happens? But we'll find out tomorrow, I guess. Robert Chanick is a Chicago Tribune business reporter. Thank you for checking in with us. Yeah, my pleasure. And joining us now for more on what the hike could mean for Chicagoans is Sarah Moskowitz, the executive director of the Citizens Utility Board. That's a consumer advocacy group. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you, Sasha. Thanks for having me. So what have people's gas customers faced this year with the current gas rates? Give, give us a sense. So the city of Chicago is already facing an affordability crisis when it comes to fossil gas that's necessary for heating our homes. The utility is required to submit reports to the Illinois Commerce Commission every month. And we can comb through those reports and see zip code level data of just how hard off our neighbors in Chicago are. Right now, the most recent report we have is from September when the temperatures were still relatively warm, winter heating season hasn't hit yet. We're already seeing a situation in which about one in five Chicago uh, people's gas customers are more than 30 days behind on their bills. And about a quarter of the customers have been assessed late fees. In some zip codes, we see those numbers go up to more like 50%. And in some zip codes, you see the average amount that people owe to the utility can be in the hundreds and sometimes thousands of dollars. So gas bills are already too high here in the city of Chicago, and yet People's Gas has the gall coming off of six straight years of record profits to come in and request a record-breaking rate hike with an exorbitant profit rate for their shareholders. As we mentioned, this rate increase would add nearly $12 a month to folks' bills. Talk about who would be most impacted here. Well, clearly those 
of our Chicago neighbors who are already struggling to pay their bills. Like I said, we have zip code level data, and unfortunately, it spells out pretty starkly that this affordability crisis is affecting Chicagoans in black and brown neighborhoods the most. Englewood sees some of the worst numbers, but throughout the south and west sides, we're seeing really alarming numbers already, and this will only be exacerbated if the gas utility gets their rate hike. So tell us more about what you found when it comes to people's gas customers and their uh, disconnection notices. Yeah, so disconnect. we see tons of disconnection notices. Now, of course, the gas utility will say, well, hey, we're not disconnecting in cold weather. We do a, a, a voluntary shutoff moratorium over the winter. But disconnect notices are just another indicator of how dire the situation is for Chicagoans. It underlines how much debt folks are already in and how much more difficult it is to get out of that debt. And then, of course, if the utility goes through with the disconnection, households can find themselves in really dangerous situations. Almost every year we hear of tragic stories of people utilizing less than safe modes of keeping their families safe and that leading to tragic consequences, um, health concerns. You know, these stories about people having to choose between heat and medicine aren't a cliche. My colleagues, from Cub, when we go out into the field, we hear stories of that sort every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, mothers who have to send their kids to bed wearing all of their winter clothes. Um, you know, it can, the, the dangerous situation, the stress of the debt, and, um, you know, the, the ongoing financial inability to make ends meet has resounding repercussions throughout our communities. And so, Cub and our allies in this fight are calling for the Illinois Commerce Commission to take this opportunity to tell people's gas that it's not time for business as usual. We really need to look at the future of this system, which may, as Robert said, soon be uh, obsolete as alternative sources of heat become more affordable and more viable. And we realize that we can't continue to burn, you know, a fossil fuel in our homes. So, um, yeah, this is really a crucial moment. Tomorrow is going to be a big day. We got three gas uh, rate cases being decided. We've never seen this before. Uh, we're just waiting to see what this new commission does. Yeah, and, and just digging into the data here, cumulative, cumulative debt uh, that uh, People's Gas customers owe the utility was ninety one million eight hundred thirty three thousand four hundred forty seven dollars. And I'm just looking at the section here that talks about the affordability crisis, as you described, Sarah, and and how this issue has disproportionately really decimated black and brown communities here in the in the Chicago area. You know, People's Gas has this low income home energy assistance program as well. Right. It's meant to support those vulnerable customers. How does it work exactly? Yeah, yeah. So um, Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program, or LIHEAP, as we call it, is actually a federal program that's administered through the states. And so our state of Illinois then channels that money through community action agencies that run the sites where people can apply. And we encourage people to apply for LIHEAP assistance. Um, not enough people do. Oftentimes the monies do run out of uh, do run out of funds. So we hope people will take advantage of this if they, they believe they're, um, they're eligible. Um, 
the CEDA, C-E-D-A, is the agency in Chicago um, that administers that program. The state of Illinois supplements those funds a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, there is assistance out there. But as the numbers show, it's nowhere near enough. And, of course, you don't necessarily have to qualify by your income <laughs> to be facing these issues. And so right. another thing that concerns us is the people who may fall through those cracks because they don't quite qualify for the assistance, but they're still struggling. Yeah. Well, give us your quick thoughts on, on this. Glennon Dolan, who's an administrative law judge for the Illinois Commerce Commission, recommended a hike of only $350 million instead. So that would amount to a $10 monthly increase to customers' bills. I mean, is that a better option? 10 versus $12 a month? Yeah, to, to any extent that, that, that we can lower the outcome here um, would, would be great for consumers. But, of course, we believe that even that is unjustified. So we are hoping that the commission tomorrow decides to cut that even further and show people's gas that this isn't business in, as usual and show the city of Chicago that they, that, that they hear us and that they understand that we need to come up with better alternatives rather than just using people's gas customers as an ATM yet again. Yeah, it sounds like a rate hike is, is we can't avoid it. So what do you think would be more appropriate in your eyes? Is there an amount? So Cub has asked that this rate hike be cut um, a significant amount. Now, as Robert mentioned, a lot of what's going into this rate hike automatically is actually for this pipe replacement program. And technically, in this case, they can't touch a lot of those costs. Now, later on, we can contest those and work that out. So part of this is automatically going into this rate hike. It's basically being taken out of an automatic, <laughs> I'm going to get technical really quickly, an automatic charge on your bill mm -hmm. and go into this rate case situation, which is better than the precedent, which was basically rate hikes without any oversight. Um, but the, the utility is asking for a huge rate of return. The proposed order asks for a 9.83% rate of return, but we think they need um, significantly less. Um, we believed that the rate hike should be cut by $96 million. Right. Um, the proposed order cuts it by less than that. So, you know, we're going to see who they go with yeah. tomorrow. And we'll, we'll definitely follow up with you. That's Sarah Moskowitz, the executive director of the Citizens Utility Board. We appreciate you checking in, Sarah.